0: Hey guys, is, is Rachel in today? Well, she is?
1: Yeah! Oh! Hi, yeah. What's up, you? buddy? What's up, buddy? I'm good. How you doing? I'm excellent, thank you. Better for, hey, for being here.
0: Hey, listen, I know, you know how we're, you and I are basically telepathic with each other. On three, we're gonna guess the same instrument. You ready? One, two, three, trumpet.
1: I didn't say anything.
0: Okay, well. Okay, car. Favourite car. One, two, three, Been Porsche. K- no. Colour One, two, three. 3 Purple Sports team One, two, three. 3 Man United
1: We're not good at this
0: Number between 1 and 3 1, 2, 3, three. Two. What? Oh. Ah. Just get on with the show ESPN Head in the game Yes, this is Head in the Game, your crash course to one of the week's major sporting events. I'm Jamie Lang, and this week we enter the wonderful world of Wrestlemania, which takes place this weekend in New Jersey. Now, I'm delighted to say it's welcome back to my co-host, Rachel Stringer.
1: Here's Rachel. I get so excited when you start saying that. Go on, do it one more time. Here's Rachel. One more.
0: Oh, God, I don't think I've got it in me. Higher, I'm...
1: higher. It's Rachel. Okay, stop that. Hurt my ears. Uh, oh, hey, we... I'm excited. You're back. I know. Were you lonely last week? Do you know what?
0: I sat here without you, and I felt. Do you know what? I did? I'm gonna be all honest. I...
1: I... All yeah, the yeah, yeah. I did. I
0: felt lonely. All right. I bet you did. You didn't give me any warning. I arrived here. You know, I bought you bought you some flowers. What? Where are they? Why well, I hadn't, but I thought about it. Oh. Uh, next time, I'll buy you some flowers. I love you, flowers. Also, uh, I, you left your scarf here last week.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Where is it?
0: Uh, it's back at mine. Well, I knew it was yours because I smelt it. Um, and it uh, You're
1: smelling my scarf?
0: Well, it smelt of diesel, so it smelt of you, okay? So,
1: <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, love. No worries. Love you too. <laughs>
0: it's all right. <clears throat> Listen, do you like WrestleMania?
1: I love WrestleMania.
0: I imagine that you, back in the day, were a bit of a wrestler.
1: You know what? I was the kind of girl with my brother who got all the cushions off the sofa and was like, slam dunking and yeah, just that, going crazy. Because
0: that's what they say in, in wrestling. They say slam dunk. That's It's wrestling would and do. Well, NBA. Too cold.
1: <laughs> choke cold. I won't, I won't explain what that means.
0: <laughs> okay, listen, you're an expert in a wide variety of sports, aren't you? And the producers tell me you've also covered wrestling as well. Is there anything that you can't do?
1: Probably get in a wrestling ring. I, could, I wouldn't you... get in their ring. I'd just stand about outside yeah, and talk you, about you it. You
0: could get in it.
1: I could, but I don't think I would.
0: <laughs> right, before we talk <laughs> to our first guest, let's have a quick-fire guide to all things WrestleMania in three, two, one. Voice, are you ready?
2: Oh, WrestleMania in 60 seconds. There's rather a lot here. Oh, well... Here goes. It's the 35th year of Wrestlemania, which first took place at New York's Madison Square Garden in 1985. The main event was a tag team match between WWF World Heavyweight Champion Hulk Hogan and Mr. T. Wrestlemania 3 in 1987 set a record for the largest attendance at an indoor sports event, over 93,000. The matches are scripted. It's entertainment, remember? Not pure sport. That's why it's run by World Wrestling Entertainment, although until 2002 they were the World Wrestling Federation. Which had to change to WWE when the World Wildlife Fund laid claim to the initials WWF. Got that? Good. Fighters from all wrestling brands can take part. In WrestleMania 21, the Money in the Bank ladder match was introduced. Contestants fought each other to climb a stepladder and grab a briefcase suspended over the ring, containing a contract for a crack at the world title. In 2017, Forbes magazine named WrestleMania one of the most valuable sports, with a brand value of $195 million. Please stop the clock! Oh, where's my elderflower juice?
1: So, I'm pretty excited to announce our first guest. She's joined us in the studio. She is the first female commentator of wrestling. She's a household name in American wrestling. She's been a ring announcer, manager, model, and occasional wrestler. She now lives in the UK and delighted to say that SoCal Val joins us here in the studio... Whoop, 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 whoop.
3: Hey, girl, hey. Hi, Rachel. Long time no see. Yeah, how are you? I'm good. Jamie? Yeah, what's can up? Can I just say now and get it out of the way that I'm a reality fan? I mean, I had to.
0: <laughs> had to. Hey, well, listen, you're not the only fan who's in here. I'm a fan of yours, too. Oh,
3: my God. Look
0: at that. Going back and forward already. This is why I'm
1: glad we're on radio, so no one can see me blushing. <laughs> she is as well. I'm just going to put it out there. She's got a little shade of pink. But Val, so. like... <laughs> You're now living in the UK. Where, where do you live? Just tell us why you're here. I'm in beautiful Milton Keynes, England, oh. which the first time I
3: told anyone that I lived there, they said my condolences. Not so nice. I love Milton Keynes. It's a hop, skip and a jump away from central London. Um, I got married two years ago to a very saucy cravat wearing British man. So that brought me over. I moved for love.
1: Oh, I love
0: that. You I- moved for love? I did. I just... You're the best person I've ever met. Thank you, and
3: and Primark helped a lot in the decision.
0: (laughs) Okay, Val, you've got to tell me, now you've been involved with wrestling since you were 16 years old, right? Yes, a couple years ago. So you must have so many stories. To tell us throughout your entire career. What is like the most crazy story you've got?
3: It's crazy you know, um, I'm going to be 33 in two days. and out I of start- yeah, yeah, Thank you. I moisturize. That's the secret. <laughs> um Yeah, it's crazy. I mean I've been in it for so long and I've been so blessed with so many opportunities. Hashtag blessed. Don't we hate that? But yeah, I mean I, I, I worked with Macho Man Randy Savage when I was about 17. I was signed to Impact Wrestling for nine years. I pretty much was a wrestling fan to start with and I thought this is what I want to do. I, I kind of was into acting and I thought that wrestling was sort of all of the pomp and circumstance and the the acting side that I liked, but without all of the ego and the Hollywood BS, because I did yeah. start in Southern California, hence the SoCal Val name. So the rest is history.
1: And we're here to chat WrestleMania. Will you be there? Because you are based here now. Yes,
3: I will be there. I've been to, oh gosh, this will probably be my eighth WrestleMania. And I've been as a fan many times. I did some extra work for WWE uh, a few times as well. I got to be backstage and be in a couple vignettes. But every single time I've been, it's just absolutely magical. I mean, that word gets thrown around, but the experience, whether you're backstage or in any row in this stadium, it's so much fun. And even if you're not a wrestling fan, it appeals to everybody.
0: I went to see match ones. I had to run out onto the actual sort of uh, wrestling mat, mm-hmm. and I just got booed.
3: <laughs> Did you ever get booed? Or do they love you? No, well, you're a civ, you know? Well, you're a civilian, not being a wrestling... A c- is- <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant I was
0: just someone that just has holes in it that just drips water. You know, I, oh, we're
3: sort of a weird, like, culty, close-knit group in the sense that sometimes people... And it's totally not fair, may I p- point that out, that if you are a civ, you're not someone who's kind of paid your dues in wrestling. They're kind of like, who the hell are you? It's like muggles. Yeah, you're like a muggle. Oh, yeah. I'm a muggle, I well, guess. I didn't
1: want to curse. Yeah, <laughs> what would jamie have to do to become liked in the world of wrestling it Who sounds do really silly and cliche
3: but they just they appreciate people that are, have sort of come up in the ranks and sort of paid their dues we call it paying your dues um so yeah give it another 10 years and you know you might be liked i can't promise anything
0: val we have gotta ask you <laughs> can you describe your character to everyone who doesn't know you?
3: Yes. Yeah, so when I started doing uh managing Valeting, which is basically kind of a Miss Elizabeth role to a Macho Man character, a Stephanie McMahon, she was my my idol growing up. I didn't really want to be a wrestler per se. First of all, it hurts. I bruise like a peach. <laughs> Secondly, I just wanted to be sort of more of the mouthpiece and more of the announcer side of things. Being a manager, you do have to have a character. And loving Stephanie McMahon and certain women I saw on T V, you know, Dynasty and certain shows, I wanted to be sort of this uh this villainous, uh rich Biach, if I can say that. Uh, heel character. We call it a heel instead of a villain. And that's sort of how I made the character. So Calval, I sign it with a, with a dollar sign. Why would you not? And, you know, I was mostly a bad girl. Then I eventually got into the more announcing side of things, which, you know, there's more longevity in your career to be an announcer rather than just a character. But I did start off being a really, a, a bad girl, which is way more fun.
0: Val, listen, I love you so much. Will you please stick around for the rest of the show? Cause we've got a quiz to do. We want to do with you at the end and also want to hear loads more about your life and what you've been up to in the whole sort of thing of Wrestlemania
3: absolutely great
0: okay let's get the lowdown on Wrestlemania from WWE TV host radio and podcast presenter Peter Rosenberg who is the guy okay to talk to about WWE Peter how are you my friend
4: I'm fantastic. How are you guys?
0: Oh, loving that energy right there. You're joining the studio with me, Rachel Stringer, and SoCal Val.
3: Peter, you gotta be excited for your
1: WrestleMania moment. I mean, I don't know. I've had, I I think I already had mine. I think I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Right, so Peter, first question, I'm just gonna go right in there. How big is WrestleMania in 2019?
4: I think it's, you know, it's huge. This has become a different level event. You had the huge jump, of course, in 1987, WrestleMania three, and then early 2000s, it sort of jumped again. And then it feels like it took another jump around 2010. And this year, it being in New York, the general energy around it feels big. I've been amazed by how big every year feels that I've been going. I think this will be like my, I've gone some incredibly dorky amount, eight of the last nine or something like that. It feels pretty big.
1: I reckon uh, Val can probably out you.
4: <laughs> yeah, I
3: mean, I don't think it's a competition, but man, I've been to so many as well. And I think, Peter, that you'll agree with me that not only is it great to watch around the world if you're not actually there in person, but when you are there in person, WrestleMania completely takes over the city, right? I mean, as soon as you land, the airport pillars have giant posters of the wrestlers' faces. It's an entire party town, no matter what town WrestleMania is in. Would you agree?
4: It's like the Super Bowl. I mean, it really takes over a city and becomes something that everyone is talking about and it's cool it's a little moment where as a wrestling fan you feel like you're a part of something that the whole world is not like sort of pointing a finger at or questioning
0: tell me about the storylines that are happening what are the big ones what do i need to watch out for right now
4: I would say the biggest thing that everyone, you know, at least that people want you to be talking about, you probably should be talking about, is the first women's main event of all time between Becky, Ronda, and Charlotte. And Val, I'm sure you could weigh in on your feelings on it. While the storyline at times has been clunky getting here, the the fact of the matter is that we're here, and it was officially announced today by press release that that is the main event for WrestleMania 35. So you could argue that with everything that's happened for women in the WWE over the last several years, you could argue that having a women's main event at WrestleMania is probably the biggest thing that's happened.
3: Absolutely. I mean, to say it's progressive in the way that it's progressed, if you will, is just an understatement. If you go back to when I was watching in, say, the late 90s, and I always looked up to more of the girly characters that did a lot of the modeling and did more of the non-physical part of it. But, you know, th- these girls, and sometimes were put in these situations that were, you know, arguably degrading. It was bikini contests. It was Jello matches. To come from that to now we're in a position where we're, Women are main eventing the biggest wrestling show of the year. The Super Bowl of our wrestling community is absolutely insane. And I couldn't think of three better female competitors to main event WrestleMania. It's going to be amazing.
0: And speaking of those headline events, right? Okay, So for the WWE Universal Championship, now it's between Brooke Lesnar got that right didn't
4: i you almost got it right your 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 brock is a little, is a little <laughs> quick. You're kind of like it's almost like a brick you're almost doing brick cluster. but it, that's, that's his personal. accent
0: imagine if i said that wrong to his face i don't oh think that would be pretty <laughs> scary but he has a huge sword on his chest wasn't he an american football player then he was ufc and now he's wrestling
4: amateur wrestler to start to great amateur wrestler in college at university of minnesota then yeah pro football player mma and now, yes, on and off with the WWE since like 2003.
0: So it's it's Brock versus Seth Rollins. Now, Rollins won the SummerSlam and chose to fight Brock for this title,
4: didn't he? He won the Royal, Royal Rumble, yes, and, and selected Brock. And this is now a big deal because they've been in triple threat matches before. But finally, Seth will have his one-on-one moment with Brock Lesnar. Is Seth out of his mind?
0: I've Googled <laughs> this guy, Brock Lesnar, and... I don't think I would fight him with
4: an army of people. Well, I'll just say this about Brock Lesnar. In my couple of years working intermittently at WWE, I've become friendly with a lot of people, and I've at least had a small exchange with everybody except Brock Lesnar. (laughs) Not one word. I have never spoken to him. The most I've ever done is nodded to him. And I'm still a little antsy about that. He is a real life beast and always looks the same. You you don't see him just like chumming around and catering, having a laugh like he does his own thing. He is truly a terrifying individual and a spectacle. And some fans love him. Some fans hate him and think it's, uh, it's annoying that he's not around that often. But to be honest, he puts on great matches and particularly puts on great matches with guys who are much smaller than him, like Seth Rollins. So I actually expect this to be one of the real highlights of the night.
0: Peter, do you know what I did? I spoke to Brock earlier and he just said he doesn't like you, if I'm I'm honest. That's, he's he's <laughs> actually very surprise. friendly. He speaks to everyone. Just doesn't like you so well
3: <laughs> no, it's it's weird that you say that wow. because i fear from everybody from the inside and outside of the wrestling community and everyone has the same story he is that terrifying that's just his face y'all it's just his face i met him one time and i i've worked with some scary people dude like scott stein or whatever i don't scare easily at this point brock lesnar this was my this is my, how my conversation went hi you know nice to meet you i'm valley goes what and I said, Val, my name's Val, as if you would never heard that name or word before. I would
1: have cried. Yeah,
3: oh yeah, I, I literally just got chills as I said, I'm reliving my nightmare. Listen, I don't it's know surprising. what you guys
0: are worried about. He's super friendly to me, so it's oh, So sure. you guys.
1: Let's go back to the, the women's main event then, and the three females oh. who are involved there. So you got Rhonda Rousey, you got Becky Lynch, and you got Charlotte Flair. Tell us a bit about the backstory. There's a bit of um dislike between a couple of the girls, isn't there?
4: Well, yeah, I mean, the, the the story between Becky and Charlotte is a really long story. I mean, they are like real-life best friends, and this has been a long story to them getting to this point where they absolutely hate each other, and they've already had great matches along that way. And then Ronda Rousey showed up a year ago and basically took over the entire division, and everything became about Ronda Rousey. And somehow during that year in which everything was meant to be about Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch accidentally became a superstar and became the most talked about exciting personality and talent in WWE. And so a lot of people thought it would just be Becky and Ronda WrestleMania. But Charlotte has also been Incredible throughout her career and over the last six months. She had a great match at Survivor Series with Ronda Rousey. And let's be honest, I mean, WWE loves Charlotte. And when it comes to pay-per-views, Charlotte always has a major spot, uh, deservingly so. She puts on fantastic matches. And so there you have now a triple threat, these two former best friends who hate each other and then a woman they both despise, Ronda Rousey, who came out of the UFC, took over within a year and now basically acts as if she detests the WWE and all of its fans. It puts together a really interesting situation Scenario And one in which I'm sure if I was to guess, I would say MetLife Stadium will be 85 to 90 percent. For
3: Becky Lynch. Oh, 100% agree. And I think that with any WrestleMania match, whether the booking is is to your liking or not, I think when there's an emotional backstory like this one has, former best friends Charlotte and Becky and Ronda Rousey, you know, coming in and and getting all of the fans' respect, and then she turned around on us. I mean, fans have tweeted me; they're physically enraged about this, and they feel personally attacked by some of the comments that she's made, um, turning her back on WWE, as as Peter said. So I think there's going to be a lot going into this match, and I think because it's so emotional, it's just going to make for an amazing main event
0: we got Batista, who has threatened to end Triple H's career at WrestleMania,
4: hasn't he? I'm just excited that Batista's around for WrestleMania. It, he's someone who, I don't know about you, Val, but for me, he was a really slow build. When I first saw him, I just had no interest. I just thought he was this big, muscular guy with a couple of bad tattoos that I really, really didn't like. As the years went on and he got later, I mean, and remember, he, he this is a guy who started his career in his 30s. I mean, he, he was older when he started. By the time he kind of left for Hollywood was when I kind of was ready for more. We're at this place now where he's 50 years old. He's still in great shape. He's become a pretty legit Hollywood star. There's such long history between Batista and Triple H. I think it's the right thing to do. And him being there, particularly with how big he's become like in the Marvel world, it just adds incredible cachet to the show. Do you not want to
0: be loved and hated? You don't want to be kind of vanilla, do you? You want to get the booze and you also want to get the cheers. Isn't that
3: right? If you're going to be someone memorable in wrestling, you want to get a reaction whether it's good or bad. And it depends on what you prefer. A lot of people prefer to be a heel character, a villainous character. Some people prefer to be a baby face, as we call it, a, the good guy. If you're vanilla, if you're not getting any reaction, you're doing something wrong. And whether you love someone or you have vitriolic heat for them, you want to make sure that you're getting that reaction out of the crowd because then you know you're doing your job correctly.
4: You've had people like John Cena and Roman Reigns who garner a mix of both. And they've still been incredibly popular and successful superstars. I'll tell you what, it's really hard to be a consistent good guy. Getting the crowd to hate you, if you're good at talking, is not difficult. You can say things and do dastardly things that make the crowd hate you. But to be truly loved and not be like just totally cheesy is really hard. And that's what makes everyone so desperate to have this match that has not been made yet with Kofi Kingston and Daniel Bryan. Kofi Kingston is finally a superstar that everyone is rooting for. He's a real life good guy who everyone loves. And Daniel Bryan went from being everyone's favorite to being just this absolutely unbearable bad guy. I want that match so bad because of the contrast of how much people really loathe the Daniel Bryan character right now and how much they love Kofi. It might be the most pure, like, kind of good-bad match that we could have at WrestleMania.
3: 100%, and that's what wrestling is all about, isn't it? Good versus evil, and if if you go back a few years, Daniel Bryan was one of the most beloved characters possibly ever with his yes-yes chant that he got so popular, and it's amazing how
1: quickly uh, they can turn that all around it's like that in here as well you know i'm good over here <laughs> jamie's bad over there it's like yes good bad. you never know what's gonna happen we never know
0: i walk down the street and people
4: cheer me that's all i'm saying
1: <laughs> oh peter <laughs> ignore him why do you think wwe has become the event that it is now the phenomenon that it is today
4: i think wrestling has always really been a huge huge subculture here in the uk in japan in Mexico, Puerto Rico, Canada. I'm naming sort of the biggest, most marquee, but there are lots of other places as well. It's always been this really big subculture. I mean, you'll find in America in particular, especially if you have you know foreign grandparents. My grandparents used to watch wrestling. Like when they moved here and they didn't speak English, the only thing they watched was Bruno San Martino. You really find that a lot. It's a part of American culture that has been popular now for a very, very long time. And when Vince McMahon the younger Vince McMahon went around and bought up all the territories and put everything together and made this huge conglomerate this huge company WWE he basically was able to take all of this sort of fringe culture and put it all together into this huge polished product and that's what you have now um, a really huge polished product for the most part polished that is incredibly beloved i mean and listen that comes with some downside as well um, in terms of what you see every week. This is a product that is for very mainstream, happy-go-lucky consumption. When Val and I were, um, she, you're like, what, five, six years younger than me, I think, but when, when we were growing up, you could still see a magazine cover and someone would just be covered in blood and there'd be barbed wire. Oh, yeah. It really had this fringe element that made it scary and a lot rougher. Some of that I do miss without a doubt, and I hope at some point, comes back. But in the world we live in right now, that's not what the product is. But I mean, listen, the mild disappointment of hardcore lunatic fans like us is a small consolation considering the company has become this worldwide phenomenon that does the kind of numbers that it does with its network and ticket sales around the world. It's absolutely huge.
0: It attracts a lot of celebrities to WrestleMania. Donald Trump's been one of them. Uh, who's going to make an appearance this year? Is it true that Rob uh, Gronkowski, the ex-Patriot's tight end, is going to be making an appearance?
3: I think he'll definitely show up. He's made no secret that he's best friends with Mojo Rawley, who is, you know, one of the fan favorites. There's all these exciting, sometimes unexpected, sometimes slightly expected cameos. And Rob Gronkowski, I mean, my gosh, how exciting would that be? Because wrestling is still a male-dominated audience, so that would just blow the roof off of the MetLife Stadium.
0: Mojo was the guy that I ran out with at uh, WrestleMania. Yeah! And the whole crowd booed me. (laughs) They went, get out of here! And I went, oh, my God, I'm here. I'm sorry, I'm here to stay. <laughs> Peter,
3: I told him it's because he's too pretty. You can't. It's like a Roman Reigns situation. You can't be too pretty, or they yeah, won't like you.
4: That's the thing. It's just jealousy. No, they yeah. can't help it.
1: Peter, before you go as well, just tell us about your podcast, Cheap Heat. What's it about?
4: Cheepete is my main wrestling venture. Uh, every week, it's a uh, part of the ESPN network of podcasts. We've been doing this podcast now. I don't know for something like six years, maybe it started out on Grantland when, when Grantland was around, and then it became an ESPN thing and. It's myself and, uh, my partner, Stack Guy Greg. There's a whole kind of cheap heat universe of different people that we talk to from time to time. But really, we're just a couple of, uh, guys who break down what happens every week and give our complaints and just do what wrestling fans do. Talk about what, if the show was good, how good was it? What do you wish they did? It's just sort of our own little world with our own vernacular. It's, it's a really neat, fun thing to do. You know, I do a couple of radio shows every day and, Cheap Heat is a nice escape to just getting to talk about wrestling and really whatever we want. And then these are the most exciting weeks of the year as you get ready for WrestleMania. So for anyone out there listening, just search for Cheap Heat on either iTunes or the ESPN app and you'll find it. Um, And yeah, it's a pretty good time.
0: Hey, Peter, I'm going to go and listen to it after this. Thank you so much for joining us. They really appreciate it, mate. Thank you. Peter
1: Rosenberg.
0: Thank you very much. ESPN. Head in the game. Do you know what would be a good WrestleMania if me and Peter Rosenberg got in the ring together? that would be a good one. I
1: thought you were going to say and go against us too. Oh, you were yeah, looking at yeah. me as if like, um- oh, he wouldn't do that, would he? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I mean. Val, when
0: you were, uh, have you ever been booed by the crowd? Do they love you? How does it happen?
3: Yes, I mean, uh you know, starting out as sort of a villainous character, the boos are what fuel you. I mean, uh as Peter sort of touched on, you just want that reaction and, and sometimes it's not so easy to get booed or cheered depending on who you are. For me, when I first was introduced to wrestling crowds, especially being so young, I was kind of a girl in a sassy outfit. Fit, and it was sort of easy to get cheers because there's so seldom women coming out to the ring. And I had to really, you know, cut these promos, as we call it and trash talk and immediately, you know, get them in the palm of my hand. And it wasn't always easy. But I think that's sort of how you grow as a performer to sort of um, get that crowd who they they want to like you because you're a girl and because you're kind of a commodity and, mm-hmm. and it's rare. But then to sort of go, OK, well, you don't know me so well and I'm going to, you know, be a brat.
1: I can't so actually funny. imagine you trash talking. People say that Go and it's on, so yeah. funny. Me oh, now. oh, honey,
3: no. no. Oh, no. Do it. Uh no, I couldn't do it. I could not, to Rachel, I not can, Jamie. So I
0: I could trash talk.
3: I can, I can see you as like a heel manager, like totally coiffed and just ego. Yeah, I can. Okay, so let's like, set the
1: scene right now. So so Val is a wrestler. You're the you're the manager and yeah. she's coming in and she's giving it all that and she's just going in there with this big ego and is trying to dominate. What would you say to her?
0: Do you know what I'd say? I'd say? I'd say, what are you doing in my house? Get out of my house. This is my house.
3: People love calling it their house. Oh, well, this I is where it. I
0: make eggs and yes. toast. Don't step on my
3: island. <laughs> I, <think laughs> I am terrified, ladies and gentlemen. Shaking in my boots. That's what would happen.
1: <laughs> I would just walk on into your house and do a thing and just kind of say, whatever, Jake I'd eat all
3: your food. You wouldn't know what hit you. That's what would happen.
1: Anyway, let's carry on about these storylines because you kind of said, you know, the characters and you have to have a storyline. What's the best storyline you've ever been involved in?
3: I think probably the most prominent one I was involved in was a love triangle in Impact Wrestling. At the time, it was called Total Nonstop Action TNA, which, by the way, was super fun for me as a girl to tell people that I worked for TNA. That was fun to say at airports. (laughs) It's funny, because when I started in wrestling, I loved the romantic storylines. I loved a love triangle. There was one with Triple H, Kurt Angle, and Stephanie McMahon, and it's a big reason why I just fell into becoming this obsessed wrestling fan. And then, lo and behold, the wrestling guy smiled upon me and I got to be in my very own love triangle. So it's a very long story, but I was a very good girl character. I was proposed to by this wrestler, Jay Lethal. We had a wedding and I know Pause for shock. <laughs> Things didn't go well in this wrestling wedding. And I mean, you can YouTube it. It's hilarious. We had a ladder of love match and the the engagement ring was on top of a pillow. They had to climb the ladder to get the ring. I again paused for shock, turned on my fiance, went to the other guy. Well, he had more money, you know, oh, so of course, course, right? I mean, hello. <laughs> so I did a, what we call a, a swerve and I became a bad character with this other guy. So I left him like a little tart, a tot, as you would call it. You jilted him. I know, I did at the at the altar. Yeah, you did. You what? I know.
1: See that? That's Villainous. Rachel. Rachel looks shocked. I <laughs> do. I would never do such Rachel, a thing.
0: Rachel, what would your what would your wrestling name be? I knew yeah. you were going to
1: ask me that. Um, I
0: worked out. Do you know what mine would be? Go on. South Farm Chevy.
1: Sorry, repeat.
0: South Farm Chevy.
3: Is that a car dealership? What? Can you get me a deal?
0: Yeah, I can. Twenty percent off any Chevrolet you want.
3: Sorry, where did that come from? There's, your, there's your character. You're a car salesman, a used car salesman. Don, book it.
0: I'm a used car salesman. I'm broke. I have no money. I'm yeah, I'm just down and out, but I go to wrestling. Oh my god, And, it. and your
3: tagline, take your Chevy to the levy
1: punk. <laughs> Perfect. You have SoCal Val. I would, oh, goodness, I'll come up with one at the end of this show, okay? I can't wait for that. (laughs) Okay.
0: <laughs> okay, what about feuds? So with your feuds, who was your worst fallout you had with someone?
3: I would say it was Jay Lethal, you know, because the whole leaving him for his best friend thing, he's Did like yeah. still mad about it or something, I don't know. I would say that was probably the biggest running storyline. It was it went on for quite a while and, you know, again, the crowd shifting towards hating me. Uh but it's funny because um, you know, talking about characters and storylines in the show, if we switch back to real life, uh Jay Lethal and the other guy Sanjay Dutt who was in the storyline with me, we're all still best friends. And just to have those memories of working with those guys years ago is just really special. Talk to us about the biggest stars that you've worked with. For me, one of the biggest stars I worked with when I was much younger was macho man Randy Savage, who is unfortunately no longer with us. But then going on to Impact Wrestling years, Hulk Hogan came in, and I love talking about Hulk Hogan. My brother-in-law always has a saying that the bigger the star, the nicer they are. And it's so true, because guys like Hulk Hogan, guys like Ric Flair, Sting, Kurt Angle, not only are they great with fans, not only are they great one-on-one away from the ring, away from all of the, you know, the glitz and glamour, but you know, I had to interview these guys so much. So I was doing a-, a lot of backstage interviews and commercials and writing scripts and things like that. And those were always the guys that I could count on. You know, it was unfortunately, I'm not going to name names, but you know, I will after, of course, when we go to have cocktails, <laughs> but I won't name names now, but a lot of the guys that were younger and smaller in stature, they were sort of the ones that had a lot more attitude. Guys like Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair, Rob Van Damme, Mr. Anderson, these are guys that had nothing to prove. They're already famous wrestlers. They've proven themselves over the years, and they were the easiest to work with.
1: I love that. Yeah. I love that he's such a great guy.
3: Wonderful, wonderful guy.
0: What is the strangest thing a fan has ever done to you?
3: You know, they're usually really respectful, unless they're emailing me about buying my used trash bags, which Wait, I'm never doing again because they got weird. Trash. Yeah. Oh, they, there's a what lot of weird put requests in your that trash? we have. Well, that's what they want to know. <laughs> but that's between me and the garbage man, the rubbishman. <laughs> <laughs> do I say that rubbish man? The no. Rubbish yeah. Man. No. There's a lot of uh, most fans are really loyal and, and wonderful and respectful, but you will get the odd case that yeah, they just. Uh, it's a little, you know, but we're also girls. I'm sure the girls get a lot more weird requests. Yeah.
1: You're looking at me. I don't have any weird Rachel
3: requests. Rachel
0: Stringer gets some weird requests. <laughs> yeah,
3: but like, Jamie, like, you've not been asked to, like, eBay or use tissues or something, No, right?
0: I just get asked to sign biscuits. It's not that exciting. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's totally that tame. Can Yum. you sign my biscuit? I go, yes. All right. (laughs) Yeah. Just make sure you don't eat it because it has ink on it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I want to. I want to ask you a question though. We kind of mentioned at the beginning. You are the first female wrestling commentator that's awesome that's such a big deal how did that come about it's a huge honour and I should mention that Renee Young from WWE
3: was was not far behind that but if you're going off of a timeline yes and it's so cool because I can always see how I did that really yeah, yeah.
0: Real. like the way that you said yeah. if you're going off a timeline yeah I am the yeah. best
3: yeah they couldn't catch me doing my hair flip was that too much okay yeah, thank no. a podcast. <laughs> it was such an honour it's it's something that I think um just to be able to say that is really cool and I remember when I got the call it was actually at Wrestlemania in New Orleans last year and I said okay so They want me to do commentary. They know that I'm a female. Do they know I'm American? That actually shocked me as well that, you know, with uh, World of Sport, WS Wrestling being such a staple in, in British culture back in the day, I was really surprised and honored that they wanted an American voice. So being female and an American announcer commentator on WS was doubly awesome.
1: And you were awesome. Oh, thanks, man.
3: Yeah, I will say ITV deserves a credit because I went in there thinking, okay, I've got to hang with these guys, which is what being a female in wrestling is all about. But I thought, okay, I'm going to have my announcer voice. And the more and more I did it, the more they were like, "You just be you." And I had my cheesy puns, and I just had my my valisms, you know. And I couldn't help it; you just got to be yourself.
0: But now you you, you're living in Milton Keynes. Yes. All right. Hey, hey, the the second capital of the UK. Cultured. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. what I call it. How did you find yourself there? Thank you. The cat
3: well, I got lost, right? So <laughs> no, because um,
0: Milton Keynes, I feel like, is in the middle. I don't, I, I don't
1: even know where it is, yeah, it's, I'll it's,
0: it's sort of like a connection between like London and Manchester. Yeah. I, is that, is I love right? it for
3: so many reasons. It's really good shopping. It's a half hour on the train to Central London, which I feel very lucky to be so close to Central London, but you know, but not be in the frenetic pace of of London because that's a little ah. But Milton Keynes is is really cool. It's it's um it's getting more and more cultured as as we speak. And my husband is from a town near there called stony stratford i've been married for a little over two years now so Congrats. I, thank you i did mention that i moved for love so i mean i think when you find the right person i'm gonna get mushy is that cool was he yeah. a bit worried was he like oh, um, look you
0: left jay lethal at the he was furious uh, was he like <laughs> you left jay lethal at the altar do not leave me
3: yeah well th- right it's a little scary but no i mean not to get mushy but i mean i think when you find the right person you'd move to an igloo with them if you you know well which, i'm not sure but he's lovely <laughs> oh, he wears cravats love- and he's like too British to function it's amazing I love that you
0: compared an igloo to Milton Keynes I did
1: <laughs> Ronda Rousey having her in WWE how big a deal is that? It's a huge deal and I think WWE realises the
3: crossover effect of UFC you know having Brock Lesnar in and out of the UFC having Ronda Rousey come in having guys like Gronk who I hope will make a little appearance I, I thought, thought you were just to
0: pointing James to there. me yeah. having people like you running <laughs> in a Wrestlemania pointing me? over to yeah.
3: Jamie I was like he's I,
0: and I was as you pointed I was nodding and accepting <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see,
3: because you know deep down it's the right thing to do. Hashtag Maiden Mania, so now trending. Um
0: Chevy. Yes.
3: <laughs> but yeah, I think the crossover is amazing. Uh... But again, Ronda Rousey kind of started as this fan favorite and they thought, wow, this is the toughest woman on the planet as, as she calls herself. And then she sort of turned on the fans and now it's almost like, listen, I don't need WWE. I can leave anytime I want. And that's one thing you don't want to do with wrestling fans is come in and sort of disrespect the territory and disrespect all that wrestling fans love. And that's exactly what she's done.
0: Now Bad you, move. <laughs> you also, listen, you did, you presented what a sport wrestling show in the UK last year. What is next for you?
3: Oh gosh. I thought Cocktail's with you, now. That is next. Yeah. That is next. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will be um on hand for Wrestlemania week. I work with Fight TV. It's F-I-T-E. It's an app that's free to download. We stream all sorts of independent wrestling shows. So the great thing about independent shows is that these are where the guys, uh you know, that will eventually be WWE superstars, sort of cut their teeth. And this is where you're going to see a lot of the up-and-coming wrestlers. But there's also Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor that we're covering. Um The entire uh Wrestlemania weekend, we're calling it Fight Fest, and I'm hosting that entire week. It's going to be a long week every year i lose my voice and cry i mean it wouldn't be mania if i didn't have a little bit of a breakdown but that's next for me i'm excited about that i also host a show called screen stalker i do movie reviews film reviews and netflix streaming reviews so yeah i kind of have my
1: hand in a lot of different projects always love that yeah awesome well val you're going to stick with us because you are going to be taking part in our epic quiz mm-hmm. but right now it's time to hear from one of our super fans yep indeed let's speak to rich goodyear from world of wrestling podcast who can certainly lay claim to the title of super fan
0: hello guys how are you uh, rich can we just establish that your surname is goodyear i think it, that is a
5: fabulous uh, it is indeed yeah it's not chosen by me obviously it was handed to me but <laughs> i'll take that thank you very much thanks
1: I for joining love us. to
0: wake up every day and be called goodyear uh, <laughs> right rich tell me how long have you been into wrestling for
5: uh, so I actually thought you might ask me this. I actually worked it out the other day. It was about 21 years I've been watching now.
0: Ooh. Ooh 21 years.
1: Val, can you beat yeah. that? No. Oh. I told <laughs> I'm you I'm only 21. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Forgot.
0: Okay, fine. So you've loved for 21 years. Who's your favourite wrestlers and why over all those years? Uh, are we talking purely WWE WrestleMania sort of caliber here? I want to go, I want to go everything. I want to go everything. And okay. then your favourite WWE as well.
5: Well, okay, let's start outside of the world of professional wrestling. For me, uh, my, one of my favorite guys, uh, yes, he grew, uh, well, I got trained at least in my kind of local area of Kent, is Zack Sabre Jr., who um, I don't know if you know, but he wrestles for Japan, he wrestles for New Japan. He's an incredible British-style technical wrestler with kind of a modern aggressive twist. I think he's uh, vicious and brutal that all professional wrestling shows need, and uh, yeah, I've been a big fan of his for many, many years.
0: Okay, and out of the superstars, out of the ones that I would probably know, the WWE guys. Okay, Um, well,
5: looking down the card right now, I think we have to highlight the women's main event, but hopefully it's going to be the main event, and uh, I would say Becky Lynch is right up there with my favourites currently.
1: Nice, nice, so so you've said about your kind of favourites, but who's the most popular, would you say, at WrestleMania this year?
5: I mean, it's got to be Kofi or Becky Lynch at the moment, the fans have really got behind them. And uh, in a company where maybe the fans' favourites don't always come to the forefront, for WWE to be pushing these people right to that main event status, with the, it seems like we're going to get Kofi uh, Daniel Bryan and also the three-way for the women's main event. Uh, yeah, I'd say Becky Lynch's.
1: And why uh, are they like the fans' favourites? Just explain what they're like as wrestlers, as the characters.
5: Well, a lot of the time it's that classic underdog story. You know, I don't think it's very difficult to understand. You know, if you can look at um, Leicester's championship run in the Premier League a few years ago, it's uh, fans outside. Leicester obviously was starting to get behind them and all sorts. And it's the same thing for Becky Lynch and Kofi. They're people that maybe have been with the company for a long time. The stalwarts are talented, but maybe didn't get quite the opportunities. And so I think the fans get behind that. And they now seem to be getting those opportunities because of that fan response.
0: And who is, this is more my side, who's the most hated? That's the what, most yeah. hated? Oh. What, who's most hated? Time to
5: throw someone under the bus. Who are we going to talk about? It has to be Baron Corbin.
3: Oh, I knew you were going to say that. You think so yes, as well, about? Yes, You know, I could sit here and say, oh, he's just such a good bad guy. Nobody likes the guy. Nobody cares. <laughs> they just
0: don't. They actually just don't like it. No,
3: they really don't. <laughs> that's There's that's no the science behind
0: this, ladies and gentlemen. Nobody likes the guy. But didn't everyone used to hate John Cena?
3: Not inside, not deep down.
5: I've had my moments, I've been a bit sick of seeing John Cena in the main event every week and, like, never losing and all this sort of stuff. I like a bit of um versatility in my professional wrestling, you know?
1: Obviously we know that wrestlers get booed if they're hated because Jamie is one of those guys that's been booed before. We keep <laughs> referencing this. He uh, was once in WrestleMania and was sat on the side of the ring and was booed by all the fans. Rich, can I just
0: quickly just tell you something, Button, here? What do you think Go of my wrestling name, South Farm Chevy? Oh, I mean, yeah, absolutely. It's a bit American with the Chevy on the end, but I like the South bottom part. Yeah, because I'm an an old school car salesman, and uh, I'm down, I'm out, I'm, I'm the underdog, and I had to feed my family, I have to turn to wrestling. You oh, definitely I'm, prep
1: and, this. That's, that's why everyone why, turns to and wrestling. And that's why every
0: single time I come into the ring, I shout, "This is a for my house. <laughs> this is where I eat my eggs." It's
5: my stealing a bit of Paige's gimmick there, but like, we'll get <laughs> over it. Don't worry. It's fine.
1: <laughs> anyway, so we hear about the booing. What happens when people love the wrestlers? Like, how do they show their love for the wrestlers? Is that a silly question?
5: I mean, it's it's fairly obvious. Obviously, there's clapping, support, singing. Like, if you come to a show in the UK. Even for the smallest audience, you'll still get people singing songs and such. And sometimes for the detriment of the storytelling, in my personal opinion. But you've got to love a big crowd. And when they get behind it, like some of these WrestleMania events, sometimes there's almost too many people and that the sound echoes around these giant venues. And obviously, being in the MetLife, is a huge place to fill out. And they've done it, I believe. Well, but um, yeah, you'll get plenty of songs and cheering and booing and whatever it may be.
1: Well, I went to actually watch the WOS kind of tour in Bethnal Green and I was completely getting behind Grado I was the let's go Grado let's go let's go Grado let's go I love him okay
0: and Rich what is your and I just want you we like to do it this way I want you to go straight into your favourite chant I don't want any warm up just go straight into it what is your favourite WWE chant (laughs) oh um, you haven't gone straight into (laughs) it you just broke the rules I know I'm terrible let me try again (laughs) okay Rich what is your favourite WWE chant Um,
5: shoes off. If you hate Gibson, shoes off. If you hate Gibson, and then everyone lifts their shoes in the air, it's the greatest thing that'll ever happen in professional wrestling. <laughs>
1: Val, we, you need to sing yours now. Go, oh, gosh. best chant on the spot. Oh, I, it, I don't know. If you want
0: an old school car, go with cell phone Chevy. <laughs> that,
3: and it rolls right off the tongue. Perfect.
0: I love that. it. Thanks. But
3: no, he's right. I think with, with wrestling fans, the, the chanting sometimes can get distracting. But I think y'all will agree with me that the camaraderie between fans is really what makes going and seeing it live and in person so exciting i used to go all the time by myself and you make friends with everyone around your your section and and the chanting and the camaraderie is why we love it so much
0: Mm.
5: we've met plenty of randoms at pro wrestling we've ended up you know on the tube going back from shows or whatever like talking to people that have been to their first show and trying to like help them out and understand how it works and how the best way to get tickets and such Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, the community of our professional British wrestling at the moment, like, in the whole scene is incredible. There's so much out there.
1: Absolutely. And what are you looking forward to most about WrestleMania 35? Have you got anything in particular?
5: It's th- it's that women's triple threat. I've been dying for a women's main event to happen for such a long time now because it's got so much talent. And to have these three with Ronda Rousey and the publicity she's come in with and with the solidity of, like, a Charlotte Fair and a Becky Lynch, it's just perfection. I wish... They would have given Becky Lynch a bit more how-to-do-a-gusto oh, coming into this main event in terms of narratives, but those three are going to pull off something quite spectacular, I fully believe.
1: How are you going to watch WrestleMania? Do you ever get to go out there, or how would you watch it with your mates like on a pay-per-view platform?
5: I mean, that is one of the great things about WrestleMania. It may not be the greatest element of like example of professional wrestling ever but it's an event it's like Christmas or your birthday or something it comes around every year you get that big build up into it and we've had parties we've had like 20 people crammed on three sofas all watching around a small TV in the past and like we were very fortunate and where I live in Canterbury there's actually a pub that seats about I don't know you probably get a couple of thousand people in there if you really tried and they're going to be showing the whole thing live on the big screens and so we might have to pop down there for a pint or
0: two and watch some Wrestlemania Hey Rich forget about Canterbury. Get on a train. Come all the way to Milton Keynes. That's where we're going to be. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. What are you guys going to be doing? Like, drinking
5: cocktails and wrestling.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Talking about the beauty of Milton Keynes. <laughs> so well, exotic.
0: that go on for days, yeah. <laughs> okay, also, Rich, we got to know, right, if you were going to wrestle, okay, and I know that you said you've got a sore back and things like that, but you 100% have your wrestling name already sorted. You know mine, South Farm Chevy. What is your one?
5: Let's go back to my childhood. Rude Boy Rich. Let's go with that. <laughs> oh,
3: that's amazing.
5: Well, for me, it's all about the extravagance. He'd so be a flamboyant, idiot, kind of two-tone rude boy character. And he would flop out the ring, fall as he tries to get in. And he would be a slapstick idiot. I think that would suit me down to the ground.
1: You're going to watch WrestleMania with your mates crowded on a sofa or in a pub. Have you been to WrestleMania in the flesh?
5: Not as of yet. It was very, very tempting to go this year because it's in New York, in the future for sure, but I have a one-year-old now, so I mean, I have responsibilities and such. (laughs) Oh, Star
0: well, Young. Why well, not? Rich, it's your lucky day. We have you a ticket to New York and to WrestleMania, buddy. Yay! Are you serious? No, we're kidding.
5: I'm so <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> that, was
3: that, so so harsh.
0: that. I was like, come on, no way.
3: See, he's a heel. Never trust a used car salesman. <laughs> Temptation
5: to hang up
0: right now. <laughs> we can find it out in the ring. Rich good year. thank you so much for joining us, buddy. Really appreciate it.
5: Absolute pleasure, and thank you for everything. I really appreciate and value your contributions. To professional wrestling is greatly appreciated.
3: Oh my God, thank you so much! What wow, gentlemen, thank, thank you. you. Thanks, Rich.
5: Thank you very much, guys. Love to speak to you.
3: Time
2: for
0: one of my favourite parts of the podcast. Now it's quiz time uh, with this week's special guest, SoCal Val, up against Rachel and myself. Now, voice, are you ready?
2: Hello, Jamie. How are you? Oh, I've missed you. I've missed Rachel more. Oh, and well. who is this delightful creature? Oh, what do I call you? So- SoCal Cal Val. or Val?
3: You can use all three
2: <laughs> for the price of one. Can I just call you Val? Yes, lovely. Are you ready, Jamie, Rachel and Val? Yes! Yes! Here yes. we go. Round one, true or false? Rachel, the record breaking crowd of over 93,000 at WrestleMania 3 was partly achieved after WWE denied the entire state of Michigan pay-per-view TV access, meaning fans in the state had to watch it in person. True! Is correct, Jamie. Oh. Woven into the ring ropes for each year's WrestleMania are a shredded pair of unwashed pants taken from the loser in the previous year's championship. True or false? Okay, come on, it's gotta be false. It is false. <laughs> Val, pressure's on. The shortest match in WrestleMania history lasted just eight seconds. True or false? True. False, it was even shorter. <gasps> At WrestleMania 32 in 2016, The Rock beat Eric Rowan in just six seconds.
3: I was there! This is rigged. What the hell? Rachel,
2: WrestleMania 4 was held at the Atlantic City Convention Hall, but TV viewers were told it was being held at the Trump Plaza Hotel and Casino next door because the plaza was the main sponsor of the event. True. Is correct. Round two. WrestleMania wrestler or Beano character from the 1930s. The Beano's a cartoon strip, by the way, Val. Jamie, Sid Justice... <laughs> Beano character No, he appeared at WrestleManias 8 and 13 Val, cocky dick Excuse me? Made his Beano debut in 1939 (laughs) Rachel, contrary Mary Beano Correct, a stubborn mule who first appeared in the comic in 1938 Jamie, Ricky Steamboat (laughs)
0: WrestleMania?
2: Yes Yes Appeared at the first four WrestleManias Val is nodding Round three, final round, multiple choice Val, you ready for this? Yes This one's for you One of the commentators at early WrestleManias was ex-wrestler A, Ape Storm, B, Gorilla Monsoon, C, Monkey Rain. B. Gorilla Monsoon? Yes. Is correct. Well done, at last. Rachel, at WrestleMania 23, wrestlers representing WWE boss Vince McMahon and Donald Trump fought the Battle of the Billionaires. The winning billionaire got to A, shave his rival's hair off, B, set fire to $100,000 of his rival's cash, or C, have his rival shine his shoes every day for a month.
1: B, set fire to the cash.
2: No, what is it, Val? It's A. Correct, shave his rival's hair off. They should have done more than that. (laughs) <laughs> yes indeed Jamie which of these artists has not sung the Star Spangled Banner at Wrestlemania A. Ray Charles B. Aretha Franklin C. Rick Astley Rick
0: Astley?
2: Correct oh, Yes. Final one to you Val This could be the decider Wrestlemania 33 took place in Orlando Florida At the A. Caravan World Stadium B. Camping World Stadium C. Backpacking World Stadium
3: B. Camping Stadium Which is weird because I'm allergic to camping you're correct! Yeah! And the winner is...
2: SoCalVal!
3: I'll take it.
0: Uh, so that's about all we've got time for this week. Now I want to say a big, big, big thank you to SoCalVal for staying here throughout the entire episode, for making me smile, making me laugh. Hey honey, I love you
3: This was so much fun. Thank you so much for having me. I love you guys. how
1: uh, fun. fun. Keep doing it. Jamie, have you got a present?
0: Uh, yeah, it's a scarf that smells of diesel.
1: Oh, Vin Diesel?
0: Yeah, I I picked it up earlier.
1: That that means it's my scarf. You can't give her that. Uh, Right, please subscribe and review.
0: Uh, Join us next week for Champions League special. Until then, keep your... Head in the game. Yes, Val. ESPN. Head in the game. Huh. That was fun, wasn't it? Like that.
1: I'm confused how you came up with your name so quickly. You must have been prepping this. Well,
0: my wrestling name. Yeah. No, no. Basically, how I looked at it was my first street address no. and my first pet name, South Farm Chevy.
1: Oh. Well, what's really? yours then? What's yours? Okay. Well, it's not. I'm not very creative, but I just thought like a Ling Ling. Get out. <laughs> okay. You know, a Ling <laughs> Oh Get God. out.
0: Leave Val and I here. Get Val, out. Val,
1: that all good? No, right. Val, don't speak to her. Okay.
0: Don't speak to her.
3: I should not look at her, right? Is she gone?
0: Yeah. What the hell was that? What a loser.
3: <laughs> Can we leave now? You didn't tell her where we were going, right?
0: No, no. We're okay, going to go cool. for cocktails cool. alone without her. She got her scarf again.